Hey, this is Dan here from Rune Silk, and I'm joined by one other, and that's none other than Damo for show. And this is the Beard Mouth Podcast. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. Welcome, funky listeners of the Beard Mouth Podcast. We appreciate you being here. We've got a hell of a show for you today. Hello, Daniel Jones. Easy now, Damo, for show. It's Dan Jones all over here. Easy now. Guess what we're talking about today, Dan? I reckon you waving your arms about showing that fresh ink on your arm. We're probably talking about tattoos and the perception of tattoos and all that sort of stuff. Big time. Guaranteed within the first minute, Dan will say something that the Spotify listeners won't even get. I was, for the Spotify listeners, waving around what seems to be some sort of ink on the inside of my forearm. So that has inspired me this week to talk about tattoos. But not only tattoos, the stereotyping, the prejudice, the... Like it could get deep, man. It could get deep and serious. So let's let's start with you, Dan, because I, I do have a story to regale. Um, but let's start with you. How many tattoos have you got? Where are they? Can we see them? Do they have any meaning? And that's about five questions. Go. Uh, yes, have tattoos. Have four tattoos. Uh, one on my arm, one on my other arm, one on my foot, and one on my back. First tattoo I got done when I was 19. Yeah, I was in Thailand at the time, traveling at the age of 18 to going to 19. And I thought, Do you know what? I want a tattoo on my back. Uh, I went to a place called Chitlom and I uh, went to this sort of dodgy back alley tattoo parlor. And I, I remember sitting on the back of a chair or sitting backwards on a chair and leaning over like the backrest. And I had my t shirt in my hand and I'm squeezing it with a face grimacing like, Argh! And directly in front of me was a small window that overlooked the outside seating area of a restaurant. And everyone who was eating their dinner was just pointing at me and laughing because obviously I was like the only white face in this area of Bangkok. Um, so everyone was just pointing at me and laughing, um, which was quite funny. Um, just let me, second... there, let me stop you there, Dan, because you were a little bit oh. off camera. Can you just put your hands where they were and do that again, but a bit higher up, just on the camera? A bit higher up. Yeah. <laughs> also i can't wait till, till our, our pro mic guy when he watches his back hi mike by the way um you actually said i was in thailand at the time traveling and he's going to chop that up and make it sound like you were time traveling and then he's going to chop it up with you doing this <laughs> brilliant right carry on where did we get to that was the first time oh actually was it yeah. like the old bamboo needle traditional thing or just a modern no, 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 no. It was just a normal sort of tattoo gun at the time. Um, I was interested in getting some of the bamboo stuff done, but uh, in Thailand then, the only place you could really get the bamboo tattoos were in Ayutthaya, which is the old capital of Bangkok, and it was actually done by monks. Mm. Uh, apparently, it's really painful, and you kind of get a little bit weirdo and trippy because they're praying over you whilst they're doing these tattoos, and Mm. Um, it's kind of more of a, a deep spiritual process. I was just drunk and wanted a tattoo at the time. <laughs> um, my, my second tattoo, I've got a four leaf clover on my left foot. Now, it's the most it's the most ironic tattoo in the world because my left foot is the most unlucky foot ever. So if I drop anything like a can of Coke, can of beans, guaranteed it's going to land on the left foot. Um, 
I mean, that's lo- that's lucky, it didn't, lucky it didn't land on your main foot, though, your right foot, right? That's, that's lucky. Well, right. there is that. But it, honestly, it's the, if I do any damage, if I kick a wall, you know, when you catch your little toe or something, it's the left foot. Um, I remember moving a wardrobe around the old bedroom I was living in Leicester and I wanted to try and move a wardrobe around. It was one of those sort of flat pack furniture ones. And as I pulled the side, it came away from the wardrobe, straight over my left foot, ripped open my big toe. Literally, there's a, a photo. It says... It's a bit of a teeth dry, Dan. Um, there's a photo on Facebook somewhere that I posted up saying wardrobe one, left foot nil. Um, <laughs> the third tattoo I got done at the festival, and that's my my key. Um, oh, please tell me the one on your other arm is the secret. No. So this is the, so I actually asked when I got it done, I said, can you just write in this bit here? I was like, can you write? I've got the secret. And he was like, I got the key. Yeah, I got the secret. I got the, the key. Guy, never plays. The guy who did my tattoo basically said, I'm not doing that. I was like, fair enough. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's so that's pretty cool. That's done on a tattoo tour bus. That was um, London Inc. Uh, was doing like a tour. So Dan Gold and that sort of stuff. And then. And then Dan Strickland for those of you watching on the uh, that's a rune silk tattoo, that is. Would you look at that? Got the Jera on the arm as well. So that was the other one. And just want to highlight as well. Look at these. Oh, they're good. Why haven't I got one of them? Because they've only just come out. Only what are they, Dan? Explain, explain to the Spotify listeners. What are they? You can't just go on the website. Yeah, these are the uh, these are the leather and cat's eye bracelets soon to be dropping on the rune silk store nice and i'm really bad at pointing it at the camera so they're really nice got four different styles um but anyway enough of the the merchandise plug not here for that uh they'll be going on the website soon though so uh, 19.99 if anyone does want one (laughs) (laughs) enough of the plug-in let me just tell you when it's going to be out and how much it's going to cost they're they're definitely going to hit the website after the black friday sale because i can't can't afford to give people massive discounts on these because okay. brand new in it. Good. Eh? If you do want some discount, DVFC ten. What? <laughs> Said it out loud. Is that your? Is that your boudoir? Boudoir. Boudoir. Yeah. Shirt. Love this t-shirt, man. It's nice. Again, for the Spotify listeners, Dan was just showing off his left chest breast, uh, which has a boudoir t-shirt on. Mine's a little bit too big, actually. Which obviously we got them from the London Beard, Beard, the London Beer Craft Craft Beer Festival. That's how good it was, Dan. Can't remember what it was called. If you do look good in it, Dan, if you want to find out about that one, go and listen back to some previous episodes. Dan, you've been working out, mate. You've been doing some press-ups. Just my right arm, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I had some grandioso plans to do lots of press-ups this month, and um, I had my two jabs, and my arms are both dead today. Couldn't even lift the dinner. So um, that's off the... I'll maybe start tomorrow. Anyway, I want to tell you, Dan, the story about tattoos, and I hope my mum isn't listening. So that's pretty good. Big shout out to mother. Um, here's the crack right down. There's two things me and my sister are not allowed to do. And it's just been ingrained from when we were a youth. We're not allowed to do a bungee jump. And we're not allowed to get a tattoo, right? Now, bear in mind, very early on in our lives, this was, you know, forced upon us. So there's that little bit of time. Oh, maybe I can get one. I can get one. And it's like, my mum is well against tattoos. I don't know why. I know why she's against bungee jumping. That's a story in itself. Um, she once saw somebody doing a bungee jump 
and basically their eyes nearly popped out. Um, and there was like medical stuff, and it was all it was a horrific thing to watch. So that's why we can't do bungee jumping. But she also just doesn't. It's not that she doesn't like tattoos on other people. I just don't think she wants me and my sister to have tattoos. So neither of us have ever had tattoos, and I've always quite liked the idea of it. But I would have always, I've always said I wouldn't know what to get because I want something that would last forever. So it'd have to have some sort of meaning. And then I realised that as you go through life, things that mean something to you right now and are really important, probably aren't going to be in five years, ten years, you know, unless, you know, you have kids or something like that. Um, there's nothing really that I could think about that I would have wanted, you know, what was cool or trendy or significant at the time when I was 20 that's still going on now. So I've never had one, right? And and also I respect from my mother I wouldn't have one. However, with this one, don't panic, don't panic. It's fake, Dan. It's a fake. It's an absolute fake tattoo. Um, and a couple of times in my life, I have put a fake tattoo on just to scare my mum a little bit, see how she'd be. And it's, it's not a pretty sight, mate. It's not a pretty sight. Honestly, I'm never getting a real one because even a little fake one gets her going absolutely crazy. Um, so My I'm, mum's the same. My mum's really? the same. Yeah, when I first got, when I got my first one, I was in Thailand and I had to communicate via email at the time. And I think I was talking to her on MSN Messenger, and I said, "Oh, I've got something to bring back with me." And she said, um, "I said you're not going to like it." And she said, "Is it a child?" Oh. No, she <laughs> said, "Is it a child?" I went, "No." She went, "It's a tattoo, then, isn't it?" And I was like, "Yeah." She knows you, Dan. She knows you. Yeah. And she wanted the, the, the child would have been the first heavy blow, so she's getting that out of the way. <laughs> I bet she had a well, finger. to be honest, I think she would have probably would have preferred the child than the tattoo. Really? She's also dead against them. She doesn't like them. She, she's all right with them now, but I think it's just people of that era. I mean, she's in her 70s, and tattoos, yeah. I guess, were always associated with, like, sailors and that yeah. sort of stuff. But we'll, we'll, I guess we're going to come to that, that bit might, later on. That but... might come to fruition, yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting, actually. Um, so you're obviously a, a badass, and you've got four tattoos, and your mum hates you for it. But I had these right put on me. I was doing, as you know, I'm a supporting artist, um, and I managed to secure a role where I had to have some tattoos. Now, these tattoos were badass. I had face tattoos, Dan. I had arm tattoos. This one's the only one that's survived. The rest I sort of scrubbed off a little bit. This one's coming up. This will probably come off today, actually. Um, but I've had I had these tattoos put on me, and I'm like. They actually look cool, right? So bear in mind, I'm at work all day. It's like a, it's a long, it's a long shoot. But on the way home, I've still got these tattoos on me, face tattoos, right? I'm talking stuff around here, around here, and on my arms and that. And I'm I'm dressed. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking pretty hard. If I'm honest with you. Um, and I went into Tesco's, and I genuinely, I don't know if it's psychological, but I genuinely feel that people treated me differently, or. Um, cast aspersions or just assumed but i felt pretty amazing i don't know i don't know what it was but i just felt like a different person and people were definitely looking at me differently um and what i kind of liked about it is like well if they only they knew that they're just fake and they wash off but then it got me thinking it's like actually i wonder why some people do get tattoos and obviously this conversation of tattoos came up as well and there was a guy who I was working with, who's laden with them. They're all over. And he's uh, he's a bit older. He's, uh, I think he's about 52. And he's got the tattoos on his, on his, in his hair and in his arms and that. And I asked him the common question. I'm sure you get asked this. And let me know if it's, like, boring. Um, I said, oh, you know, what do they mean? And he's like, nothing. I just I just get tattoos. And it's like, in my mind, if you had a tattoo, it would have to be for something really meaningful. But I think when you've had a couple, you just sort of get them because you like and you'll have to, to, to let me know. But I know a few people like just the process of getting a tattoo. Um, mm. 
yeah, so absolutely. is it annoying when people ask you about the meaning of it? Do people some do you know anybody that gets tattoos for the sake of Aaron tattoos? I think I think if if you like, for example, I I do want to continue the sleeve, like I was supposed to, but I just never got around to it because it's quite an expensive hobby. Yes. Um, but some people have different meanings for them. Some people will put special dates, names, etc. Um, like my four leaf clover, for example, I go the, the back one. I, go, I put the Pisces glyph in there because I'm a Pisces and a little bit sort of spiritual and astrological. The four leaf clover on my foot was literally a, I was in Newquay on a camping holiday with my family, and I was cooking some um, some food and I was kneeling down on the grass. And when I got up, there was a clover stuck to my foot. Uh, right. I looked at it and went, that's pretty cool. I might get that tattooed. And that's literally as, as, as like, that's about as meaningful as that one was. Mm. Obviously, the Jera rune is is my, obviously, the logo I use for rune silk. So that is, and because that plays quite a big part in my life, obviously, mm. it, I wanted to get it on there. Uh, the key was literally just like flicking for a book. Yeah, that'll cool. Yeah, go on, then bang it on. I didn't pay for this tattoo. This was because we were driving around the guys from um, London Inc. who were doing on tour, tattoo on tour, driving around the festival in a golf buggy. And they were like, well, you can have a tattoo for free if you want. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Um, awesome. But yeah, I know a lot of people... So, Dan, so that's on your inside forearm, right? I, if I mm. ever would have considered a tattoo, my first thought was I was going to get um, an image of me on my, on my arm of, of me bungee jumping, right? Just so I could show my mum. I said, that'll teach you, right? And then my second thought was maybe I'd get like the word "I love mum" written like on the bottom of my foot where she'll never see it. Uh, oh, that's then, painful. Yeah, I've heard that it's quite painful. Apparently, there's there's a couple of different places where it's quite painful. Um, but then I would never have considered one on the forearm because I'm very I've got this this little fingers under my brain where I like things neat and straight and tidy. Right, I'm, I've got an eye for for straightness and. On a forearm, for me, it doesn't really seem like a decent place to have it. However, I've got this on my forearm now, and it's brilliant. Like, literally, it's there. You mm. can see it all the time. It looks cool and badass. And it's like, actually, I would actually consider getting a tattoo on my on the inside of my forearm there. They didn't put it on the outside of my forearm because they would have had to shave more of the hair off because they're just sticking it on. Do you have, do you have to shave to have a tattoo? Or can they do mm -hmm. it through the hair? You do. You still no, do they, have to, they, they have to get a clear canvas, so they... They, they completely shave it off. Like, complete reverse. A friend of mine, he's he had loads of tattoos. He's going through a reverse tattoo process. So he's mm -hmm. going on a journey. He's called, on, on Instagram, I think he's called um, Mike Mike Blackout or Blackout Mike. He's covering his whole body black. Yeah, I think I might have seen that. Is that a friend of yours, Dan? It is, yeah. And he's But what he's doing is he's going to go completely black because he hates the tattoos he's got. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's completely me. blackening all of his skin, and then he's going to redo his tattoos that he wants in white ink. Yeah, because you can do that, can't you? You can have like highlighter ink, and I I always thought my mate um, my mate Gibbo's got some really good tattoos. I like the colouring of them; they're very grey, um, mm. like with shadows and different uh, different tones of grey with a bit of red. And then I like, I like obviously beard man, black and red. I like black and red, um, but I really like that, you know, because. Trends have changed, haven't they? I mean, this this guy I was working with uh, this week, his are very dark green, but that's the era of when they would have had them. You know, they go through, everyone would have had, I know they were quite, you mentioned about like sailors and that. So it was mm. like a, a nautical thing, wasn't it? I think it was in you in the Navy, you'd have a swallow meant something and a um, an anchor meant something. And it was all to do, it was telling your story really about your, your Navy career. Um, but then you look at like, we had a lot of Arabic stuff and then your David Beckham's. I've got a few mates who've got like Maori tattoos because that was a big mm -hmm. thing they got on travel in New Zealand. 
And I think that those trends come and go. And a lot of people, they do. I've, I've seen, for me, if I see someone who's got a tattoo that they've had to block, I mean, I've seen some, this is online, not in real life, some silly ones where someone's put, you know, girlfriend's name or something, and then they've cheated and then or whatever. It's like, it's crazy. But I think because I've never had one, it seems like a massive deal to me. But I suppose if you have a lot of them, it doesn't matter so much if they come and go. I'll give you an example. One of the first beard competitions I went to actually was down in Yeovil in Wessex. And old Russell Bristow for show was there. Um, mm. And him and his uh, and his mate, literally they're just drinking beer or they having a competition. And they both got moustaches. And they just literally just nipped over the road and just got a tattoo that day. Just like, oh, yeah, let's get matching tattoos. And they just like found a little space in amongst all the other ones and just got a matching tattoo. And it's a little story. It's a little ode. And they were trying to get me to join in. And I'm like, no, I, mean, I think I'm all right. Because if I'd have just had one, that would look, look silly. But it's crazy that people and some people, like, like you say, head to toe. But you can have them removed as well, though, can't you? But You can. It's quite a lengthy and painful process, as I understand it. I mean, my... My vision of tattoos, um, up until the kind of point where I really didn't care what other people thought, was that I always wanted I always wanted tattoos in places that I could cover because I was always worried about going for a job interview and then being frowned upon. You know, maybe not getting a job because I was heavily inked. So I was always a big believer of only having them in places that you could cover with long sleeves or that yeah. sort of thing. Whereas now, obviously, I don't I don't really care, and I think tattoos are a bit more uh, or a bit less should I say, taboo, because yeah. they're becoming more and more popular. Celebrities are getting them left, right, and centre. Like you mentioned, David Beckham's quite heavily tattooed. Mm. And I think now they're not they're not seen as kind of, uh, they're not associated with a, a lower class of people, whereas I think they were originally, especially with sailors and things like that, going back to sailors. You know, they were rough, drunken sailors, port to port, you know, scandalous. Um, and especially... Jobs where you've would got it, to have a high status. Same, would that have been the same, like with bikers and stuff as well? And bikers, bikers, obviously, yeah. If you think Hell's Angels type people, um, you know, were kind of obviously looked at as more of a more of a, the dangerous or you know people that were a bit scary, a bit naughty, a bit bad, a bit you know mm. tattoos, prison tats, that sort of thing. So I think they just they were just associated with negative, um, you know, sort of. Mm images really whereas now, now not, not so much and i suppose we haven't really considered that obviously the ladies there's lots of ladies that have loads of fabulous toes my girlfriend's got loads of toes um and there are lots of ladies out there that have tattoos as well so i suppose it's a it is a generational thing aren't they they're, they're more i suppose they're more accessible and they're safer and not cheaper it's just like you said it's an expensive thing isn't it like how much does it cost to have i know i imagine there's a massive range depending on the quality you get but like a whole sleeve what's that cost well, it's it's usually done by the, the the half day. So a half day of tattooing is about two hundred and fifty pounds. <whistles> so that's four hours. So you're looking at about seventy quid an hour, I guess, for right. for inking. Which, if you think about it, isn't that bad. Based bearing in mind, I guess it depends on the the skill of the artist as well. I mean, obviously, you get the the danger and the worry is always getting. To, you know, inked by a trainee or someone mm. who's just starting out maybe their lines are a bit rubbish um but then you get some of these people that can do amazing absolutely phenomenal artwork they do portraits and you know they can do some incredible artwork now um do they the do they the not stick on the design and then just color it in 
essentially but you still got to do so where it comes with the shading though it's still obviously it's the the whole art of getting all the shading and the right sort of dots per square inch i guess bit like a printer um and it's the it's the techniques and i guess obviously the steady of the hand and the time taken how deep the tattoo goes as well for how long it's going to last some people might not go as deep when they're inking um i'll tell you what i can't wait for though slight sidetrack but not really tangent um when we start to get robots doing tattoos they will just be ridiculous and that why that's not too far away i don't think where you're ridiculously good I'm at, of course amazing because they'll be faultless right they'll be programmed to be able to do the most amazing artwork yeah but dan um, have you seen my printer that messes up all the time and that's literally the same thing right <laughs> yeah i know but that's not that's not a ten thousand pound artificial <laughs> intelligent robot arm yeah that's true um interestingly we ought to we ought to give a little shout out actually because we know some tattooists actually don't we do you know any that, that are worth giving a little shout out to well, big yeah. I mean, big shout out to to Penny Royal in St. Neitz. Penny Royal stock our products as well, so um, that's I pretty much I go there most days just because they're across the road. And um, yeah, Penny Royal in St. Neitz are good. They've got really some really good artists in there. They've got quite a few new ones as well. Hmm. Um, I was going. I was thinking of Holly May Tattooist. Obviously, who's Matt Wall? Big guy in the beardy scene. His he mm. he runs and owns uh, the old Smithy Tattoo Parlor in Leek. And his wife is, I believe she's an award-winning tattooist. So if, if I was going to have a tattoo, I probably would go there. Um, or uh, Cammy Deadleaves. That's my girlfriend's friend. She is in Cardigan, I think. Um, and she's pretty spectacular. I've seen some of her stuff on the Facebook. Or, Dan, if you want your full sleeve doing, I'll do it for 50 quid, mate. Just get, get me the kit. I'll just do it. It'll be all right. That's some pretty mad skills. No? 100 quid. Two, I should have said more, shouldn't I? Three, should, yeah, if you, if you say we do a sleep for 50 quid, one, I'm a bit worried about how long it's going to take. Two, I'm uh, also worried about how much blood I'm going to lose. And um, three, the final product might be a bit questionable. That's the, that's the least of your worries, Dan. It's going to be infected and your arm's going to drop off. So don't worry, don't worry about what it looks like. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. It's fine. No, you can, I have straight I have, off. I have seen some horrendous ones online. You know, like you, these things pop up and you click on them and there's like a hundred of them, but people have spelled things wrong and that. Um, but, I mean, interestingly, one of the one of the lads in uh, in DBFC, we, we put up, you know, what tattoos have you got? And I couldn't believe how many people have got so many tattoos and mm. big tattoos as well. But I get it now. Like previously, I didn't really get it. But now I've had some, albeit them fake, I get it. And I just think it's really, it was so interesting how, I know it's quite, quite significant you know having uh face tattoos now but even like just driving home like people getting a bit road rage with me or something and i just look at them and they should be sheepish and run off because they're like oh actually it looks like he's hard it's pretty it was pretty empowering i felt hard i felt a little bit sexy as well do you feel sexy and hard or did four-leaf clover think, not give you that power i know my the, the four-leaf clover on my left foot is the most unmanly tattoo you'll ever see in your life <laughs> i look down at it sometimes and i'm just like oh yeah i got that didn't i <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, that was painful, actually. Feet are really painful. I was like, oh, this is pretty sore. Um, I don't. I guess I found it pretty cool. Yeah, I think because out of most of my mates, not many of us had tattoos either. So I guess I was kind of of the few that Leaving had away. had a couple of them. Yeah, and um, yeah. What I do you think about neck tattoos? 
Um, I don't mind them. I think again, I think it depends on the person. Like Meg's, my wife's got um, got one on her neck. Um, it's it's uh, the continent of Africa with with leopard print, but it, it's kind of changed quite a lot as she's as she's aged, and it's so she's going to get that covered up at the minute because it's yeah. She, I think she's going to get the full cheetah just because it looks a bit phallic now instead of an Africa continent. <laughs> Sorry, your wife has a leopard skin winky on her neck. Looks like it, yeah. That just sounds like something you'd dress up and do, Dan. Um, but it was interesting because I was thinking, I, I, I kind of think with the beard, I think a neck tattoo looks really good. I think it's very complimentary of it with it being there. Mm. And also this style of hair that I've now managed to slip into, a lot of people have this, and they have like the Viking style um, head tattoos on there. And of course, you could grow your hair to cover up if you wanted to. So I do mm. think that looks pretty badass. And I've seen actually... Not a tattoo, but somebody just cut their hair so it looks like a tattoo, um, which is a safe way to do it, but it would take ages. So I think they are pretty cool. But what's interesting that we talk about stereotypes and stuff is it's quite rare, I think, to find somebody who looks like me, a big beard and longish hair now, um, that doesn't have tattoos because generally most people have sort of started to get them. So when I'm looking at getting work for film, movie and TV... Um, one of the questions is often, you know, do you have tattoos? Because if you're going to play a period drama or you're going to play um, a role, you know, and you've got, I don't know, Millwall FC on your arm or something, they, you know, it's probably not, they didn't have Millwall back in Viking times and they obviously mm. want to do their own thing. So I know this this guy who's got quite a lot, he, he gets covered up quite a lot or he doesn't get the work or he gets covered up, they have um, tattoo cover-up. Um, but it's so weird talking about like stereotypes and stuff that, the supporting artist industry or acting in itself is probably the only industry where they're allowed to be, um, I don't know what the right word is, politically incorrect or disc discriminative. So you go for mm. any job and they can't discriminate because you're old. They can't discriminate because of your race, religion, colour, creed or anything like that. But in, acting, acting, yeah. in, in acting and supporting work, it's literally, I don't get roles because of exactly how I look. So I'm trying to find the sweet spot. And it was interesting, this last bit of work I got, it was probably the first thing I've been on where they actually liked how I looked exactly as I was. And I was like, brilliant. Because most things I go on, I stick out a bit. My beard is a bit too long to just be in the background or something, you know, a bit too, I stick out a little bit too much. Um, but it was really interesting. But yeah, I um, I had these face tattoos. I had, I had a tattoo on my arm, but uh, two on each arm. And I felt, I walk around Tesco's, I could have robbed the place, you know. I don't know if it was, <laughs> did it make you do that. I, I could have, I could have robbed the place. And that, don't tell, don't tell the girlfriend. But I'm sure some of the ladies in there were looking at me like, "Four, he's a bit of all right." You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I think you should. That's a, is that like a nautical compass on your arm? Is it? Is that? Like it's a... not actually. It's actually coffin nails and barbed wire because I'm hard. Oh, ah, cool. And on this arm, I had a dagger going through a massive skull. And on here was another. Uh, actually, actually, that was it. They had to colour a bit of it out. It had some sort of like Russian thing on it. They were like, "No, we can't have that. Get rid of that." Um, and then I had—I can't tell you what I had on my face, but it was badass. Mm. So yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about tattoos and how people perceive you. And it was very interesting because I was actually at, um, <laughs> I went into a, a waitrose at the services just to grab a little bite to eat, and I and I looked—I looked rough. The, the attire I was wearing, I looked rough, and the tattoos made me look badass. And this this um, older chap behind the till, um, one of the things didn't scan. And I always, I'm, I'm one of them people, I wanted to say, oh, it's free if it doesn't scan. But I didn't say it. I didn't say it. And he was, he just didn't talk to me. And I was, it was interesting. I was going to see how he like sort of reacted, you know, because of how I looked. And he didn't say anything, didn't say anything, didn't say anything. And then I came out and I said, I said, oh, it's free if it don't scan in it. 
And he's like, no, no, sorry. And I'm like, it's so weird. And then I talked to him really nicely and, and articulate and interested. And, and you could tell he was shocked that I was actually – like he, he, he'd made up in his mind that I was rough and I was trouble and I was going to be a bother. And he was mm. so surprised. And I'm like, after I sort of said it, I was free if it doesn't scan. And he's like, no, I'm like, well, you know, I, I wasn't going to say it, actually, but I did say it. And I bet you get it all the time, don't you? And it's annoying, isn't it? And it was so interesting. So, yeah, I want to get more tattoos, but don't tell my mum. Boom. Yeah, no, I've 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 got a bit of a Pinterest board that I'm put I've put together. A good a good place for research is Pinterest. Um, if you you can just set up a board for tattoos, I really want some steampunk kind of nautical stuff myself. Um, you can't copy other yeah. people though, can you, Dan? What's the rules? What's the etiquette? Something like that. It's no good for the Spotify views, Dan. Tough. I like it. That, that's what I was talking it. about with the, with the colouring and, and the shading and that sort of so, thing like that. Yeah, so you've got lots of shading, lots of detail, lots of three dimensions in that. Essentially, cogs. it's a steampunk clock with cogs and bits mm. and pieces. Uh, it's really stunning, really pretty. Um, but it's so like I, somebody that's... else's and someone else has got that. Because if I had that and then the next day you turn up and you've got it as well, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we're bros. But most people are like, so, no, that's mine. What's the rules, man? So, yeah, it is someone else's, um, but... For me, what this is is just hobby um, in. No, no. So it's it's, it's um, oh bloody hell, what's the word? Inspiration. So when I go, when I go and sit down with the the artist, I can say this is the kind of style that I want. So you, you if you want good art, you know, you some places you can go and you can pick a tattoo out of a book, which there obviously loads of people have got. But that's because the artist has practiced that, or it's their images and they're putting them on people. But a good artist, you know, realistically should be able to work with you on something individual, a little bit unique. So you can take the inspiration to them and say, well, this is the kind of thing that I want. And can you go away? You're going to pay a lot more for that because essentially yeah. if it takes them half a day to do a design, you're paying them 250 quid to go away and draw something for you. But, mm. um, yeah, that's the best thing to do. In the comments, please, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think about tattoos? Have you got any? Um, obviously, the comments is only on, on YouTube, but um, what do you think? Have you seen any horrendous ones? Have you got a link that we can click that will take us to some ridiculous ones? Um, do you think I should get one or do you think I should honour thy mother and wait? Oh, interesting, isn't it? Interesting. This one's going to wash off soon. I'm going to miss it. It's pretty badass, isn't it, Dan? Badass. But I think that looks quite, that's what I thought it was like a nautical compassy type thing. I think that would actually suit you, like a, that kind of, do you know what I mean? Like the, the, the kind of the nautical. Mm instruments they use on the maps i forget what they're called like the compassy type things it's a compass right rulers well uh, what are they called um if it's not a compass is it it's uh what is it gps is tom tom i don't know bloody hell i know it doesn't matter damn it done five minutes boom we did it nailed it boom but i think you should get some tattoos sailing map tools it's called oh it's called a solid I need to find out. I have to find out just for my curiosity. Um, damn you, internet. It's called Dan. It's a you divider. Could, you're gonna, you're gonna have a to Portland do it. solid brass single handed divider. Well, that's actually not what I wanted to do. No, let's, um, get, let's, get, let's get people answering in the comments. You, you can Google in your own time, Dan. Not they're, list, they're listening right now, going, Dan, tell us, <gasps> God, tell us a tip of the week. 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 We nearly forgot that, Dan. What's it going to be? Tip of the week. Well, 
Did you you say you wanted a tip? What were you say? Did you suggest that you needed a tip yourself? Oh yeah, I did actually, and it was nothing really to do with tattoos. Um, it's about caring for long hair, um, and this comes about because you've had longer hair than I've had longer hair. I have long hair, and I'm struggling to keep it nice because um, I have to use quite a bit of hairspray to keep it in place, especially if I'm doing filming and stuff. And they 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 do it for you and they spray it, and then I wash it out and I condition it, um, but it always just doesn't feel great it's tangly and knotty and long and troublesome and give me a tip of the week on looking after long hair upon my head it's a it's an answer you'll probably hate and unfortunately it is getting decent and probably quite expensive shampoo that's i've got the... tesco's two in one head and shoulders what <laughs> yeah see, that's it that's the thing so you know finding a nice a, a nice shampoo that's maybe a bit you know sls free no zero parabens I personally, in my hair, and it's only really every now and then, is I use um, Tiji Bedhead, and you can actually get some recovery shampoo, which is Pause supposed it. to make it strong and that sort of stuff, and the conditioner as well. Make sure you're using a separate conditioner. Um, and, in fact, I would probably say the best conditioner I've ever used, both hair and beard, is the Jason Jojoba Natural Conditioner. Because hmm. obviously I'm a big fan of beard wash and making sure that's SLS free and paraben free. But I thought on mm. your head it didn't matter so much because you you need to sort of get proper different shizzle going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna raid my girlfriend's um, stuff and start using that because um, yeah. Oh, so sure, Tiji, do, do. Jehoshua, blah, blah, blah. Aussie Tiji, Tiji, Tiji bedhead recovery shampoo and conditioner um, slash and or the Jason Jehoba conditioner the jason Gehoba conditioner i use in my beard and and it's lovely and it's natural and it's nice it's a bit expensive but got the car how long, how long your head, uh, great question at the minute and it's probably a mess because i've not brushed it today i literally tied it up uh it falls curly just below my shoulders so it's about just underneath my beard it comes just it comes i can put it on my armpit if that gives you any idea for those that are listening i can tuck my hair um, <laughs> so I'm can, I'm without having to without having to look all awkward and bend my head i, can <laughs> I never i never set out to have long hair Dan. it's literally been an evolution i was trying to get a mullet i basically was copying russell bristow i was trying to get a mullet right and then um I've been trying to get on some some bigger films where they they actually asking for people with long hair. So I'm like, we're going to leave it and leave it and leave it, grow as long as I can, and then if they cut it for a film, then you get more money for that. So I've unintentionally started to grow long hair. Is it really bad that we're, we're doing a beard male podcast and we're talking about long hair? How to condition our long hair, Dan? <laughs> well, mine was the same though. I mean, I literally my hair. I think it was a couple of it was a summer season working at festivals. I just just didn't get a chance to get my hair cut. And before I knew it, it was sort of like below my ears in length. And then all of a sudden it kind of got a little bit sort of chin length enough. And then I was like, oh, actually, do you know what? I want one, I want a top knot. And everyone was like, oh, yeah. I've never shortage. wanted a top knot. They're not a thing. You don't want a top knot, do you? They're not supposed to be cool, are they? But I do. I still have mine. I still, I pretty much wear my top knot all the time. But people are like, oh, yeah, Shoreditch, you've got a beard now. So you need to have a top knot, do you? You might drink some special cocoa sub lattes. And I was like, no, I just think it looks really cool. Um, can, you see, can you see how terribly thin and horrible my hair is? And bear in mind, this is washed. You look like Dave Grohl. 
It's times like these you learn to live again. Oh, that'll take everybody over to YouTube. What about if I do this? I'm sorry, but listeners, I'm getting, I'm getting a bit thin in the middle there. What about this day? That's pretty cool, right? Uh, yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, you look like someone. <laughs> a footballer, maybe. I don't no. know what to do, but I hate it. The my tip for anyone who's got long tip hair, of the week, tip of the week, tip of the tip week, of the tip week. of the week. As cool as it looks to have an undercut shaved, don't, don't do it because you'll never be able to grow it out. I tried and it and it looked horrendous. Like I tried, I got to a point where I almost had an under bob, mm. like an undercut, and I was like, no, just gonna have to shave it off. So if you shave, if you have an undercut when you've got long hair. You will, you're always going to have to have an undercut of long hair because it's too much of a ball ache to shave it, to, to grow it out. Is this um, an undercut? That's an undercut. Right. Well, it's too late. So, I love Well, no, so that's so, but that's fine. So sure. that means that, so for example, if you want to ever grow your hair out, realistically, without having to go through the awkward phase where you've got an under bob and it's just really odd and you can't really tie it up because then it just looks strange, you're just going to have to get your hair cut short and then grow it all out again. It well, is possible, fair, but it takes I, about not about a year. I think the next stage for me after the massive length is going to be bold. So um, I'm not so worried about that. <laughs> I do yeah. I do actually like um, my hair being short on the sides. It makes me feel makes me feel good. So I'm living. No, I love it, and I, I like it. And the reason I got the undercut was because I had long hair, and it was a really hot summer, and I was like, oh, I hate having all this hair. It's heavy. I'm sweaty. So I just got an undercut, and it does. Yeah. It feels incredible. Like it, it does feel lighter, and just a just a lot less hot when you've got long hair to have that shaved underneath, and uh, feels pretty good as well. If you came here for the tattoos and you stayed for the long hair chat, then thank you very much. We have overstayed our welcome, Dan. We probably could have done a whole a whole episode on the long hair. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Tune in and, and all that jazz. If you want to watch us, we're on the tube. Um, we've got our beard mouth box from it. Massive coming soon, actually. Um, so keep your eyes peeled. And actually, we're doing a bit of a giveaway as well. So there's always something going on in the world of beard, man. And even, Dan, God, here's me nearly forgetting. Um, I want this to be a timeless episode, which people can watch back in years to come. Um, but this, let it be known that this is the episode we recorded only a few days before we potentially go either viral or to prison on Saturday. Because we've got some big things happening. Big things. Big things happening on Saturday. The outfits have arrived, by the way. Nice. Me and Dan have outfits. There's exciting stuff happening. We'll probably put some snippets on our Instagram, actually. So give us a follow on beard underscore mail on Instagram. Um, we're going to go and film some viral content, see if we can get arrested, and uh, have a great day. So that's that. Strike me a pose. <laughs> twerk, Dan. Twerk. It's all about the twerk. It's content in itself. Anyway, we... We, we need to go. So thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, drop us some comments. And we like comments on the YouTube. And uh, we'll see you all another day. Uh, say bye, Dan. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Thanks for listening or watching the Beard Mail podcast. We have new episodes dropping at 07.30 a.m. every Wednesday in UK time. So we thank you very much for watching. Check us out on www.beardmail.co.uk for everything that's new and happening soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you.